what happens when we begin to realize that the 200-year experiment we've called the American healthcare system has failed. Tune in to Awakened Wellness with Milen Riobay, MD, and join the conversation about how to heal our broken system to reverse our current health crisis. The entire world is looking for answers, and the truth is hidden in plain sight. Learn how spirituality, ancient traditions, and cutting-edge science are merging to create a new paradigm of wellness every Wednesday at 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time with live video shows every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time when you can call in and ask the questions that matter most to you. Good afternoon and welcome to Awakened Wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Milan Riobe, and you're listening to us live here on Dream Vision 7 Radio. And uh, happy new year to everyone. And I hope everyone had an amazing, peaceful, and safe holiday season, uh, no matter which holiday you may or may not have been celebrating. And so um, today's podcast is going to be about uh, burnout. And um, we're going to look at the financial implications of burnout for people and how to get yourself out of it, right? Um, burnout affects 50% at least of the American workforce. It's probably a pretty conservative uh, estimate. Um, we know that uh about $150 billion a year is lost in the United States economy alone due to absenteeism, um, meaning when employees don't come to work due to whatever reason, right? Um, whether they be sick, whether they need a mental health day, whether they have something that they have to take care of, um, not being at work costs uh, US corporations or the US economy $150 billion a year. And then there is presenteeism, which is when you actually show up to work when you shouldn't. Right? Uh, so you show up to work tired, you show up to work hungover, you show up to work, um, you know, in a burnout state or not feeling well. You know, you're sick, but you don't want to miss work because you know that, you know, your your boss relies on you to be there. Maybe you're the receptionist, maybe you're the manager. Um, you know, you've got to be there, and so you go right. Um, but when you get there, you're just not on your game, right? You are more prone to make mistakes. You are, you know, more prone to be less efficient in general. Um, you know, maybe to be a little more irritable, et cetera. Um, so we call that presenteeism, right? And that actually costs the U S economy another $150 billion a year. Uh, so that's $300 billion a year lost in the U S economy due to, absenteeism or presenteeism. Um, now, most of that is due to burnout, right? Um, according to the World Health Organization, burnout is uh, considered to be uh, stress due to the workplace that is not mitigated, that is not properly addressed. But we, we tend to zone in on the workplace as the place that causes the burnout. And in my experience, I have not seen that to actually be the case, right? Um, we tend to zone in on the last thing that happened before 
you know, the camel's back got broken, right? And we tend to blame that thing. Um, we see that a lot in cancer. We blame cancer on genes when the genes aren't really the cause of the cancer, but they're the last thing that broke, so to speak, before the cancer was diagnosed. And so we tend to relate the last thing that happened as the cause of the situation we're dealing with. So because a lot of burnout tends to manifest in the workplace, um, you know, economically and um, socially, we tend to blame the workplace for the burnout. But what I've experienced, and you know, I've I've had many clients come into my practice in what I diagnosed as a burnout state, right? They come in with fatigue, which is probably the most common complaint, no matter what people come in with. Um, they might be coming in for help with an autoimmune disorder. They might be coming in, uh, you know, for assistance with prevention of cancer recurrence. Um, whatever they come in for, they're always tired. Like that's like the universal thing that I find in the vast majority of my patients. It's rare that I have a client that I ask, you know, what's your energy level when you wake up in the morning? And they'll tell me it's a five, four, or a three um, out of 10, right? And so, you know, I've had many clients, but this one client that stands out in my mind came to me um, due to what she considered to be a workplace burnout situation. Um, you know, she was in her own business of all places, right? She was a, a, a small business owner. She was a mother. Uh, she had two children, two small children, uh, and she was running a business. Um, it was a, a very good business, right? It was a holistic practitioner business. And um, she was completely fried, right? And the business was young. It wasn't that old, right? She was trying to get it up and running. She was trying to get it off the ground. She was trying to become profitable. Um, yes, she was working long hours um, and she finally crashed and burned and she had to actually close the business, right? So between being a mom, being an entrepreneur, being a solo business uh, owner, she just caved in, right? But what we what we identified when she came in, as we were talking to her, as I was talking to her and asking her about what was going on before that happened, right? Before you ever opened up your own business, before you had children, how did you feel? And inevitably they say, you know what? If I think back that far, I wasn't feeling that great then either. Right. And uh, she was tired. Right. She was working out a lot. Uh, she was trying to maintain her weight. She was trying to stay as healthy as possible because she was a holistic practitioner. And so she wanted to walk her talk. And so she worked out a lot. She ate well for what she thought was eating well. Um, you know, she meditated. She did all the things. Right. She checked off all the boxes. And yet, she crashed and burned uh, within a year of starting her own business. So naturally, she thought it's because I started the business that this happened to me. Um, but it wasn't. What we discovered is she had a very deficient uh, dynamic metabolic type. It was a cold dynamic metabolic type. So she was cold deficient dynamic metabolic type after we assessed her. And uh, she was a raw vegan as well prior to that. And so if you guys remember, I always say, if you have a cold dynamic metabolic type, you don't want to make it colder, right? If you make it colder, you're going to actually make yourself worse. And so 
she was eating cold foods and she was already too cold. And so she was actually making her circulation sluggish and she was dropping her own metabolism. Uh, and so what happens when you drop your metabolism is you make yourself more and more tired and you create the, the fertile ground for burnout to actually take place. And so she was also exercising a lot um, and fasting in the morning. And for you guys that listen to my podcast, you know, a lot, you're, you already know what's coming, right? So if you're a deficient dynamic metabolic type, whether you're cold, hot, or temperature neutral, and you're fasting and you're exercising a lot, you're going to crash and burn, right? You may not crash and burn right then and there, but what you're doing is you're digging more and more into your metabolism. Uh, and what you're doing is you are... Um, I don't want to say wasting, that's not the right word, but you're, you're consuming, you're consuming energy you don't have to give away. Right. And so she was okay when she was doing that because she had enough reserve in her tank to keep that going. Right. And then she started her business and then that reserve tank ran out and then she crashed and burned. She ended up unfortunately having to close the business down because she just could not get out of bed in the morning to go and work on the business. And then she also was losing income, right? So when you are burnt out, you simply don't make as much money. Like you, you just can't, you can't, you can't do that grind, uh, you know, to keep the business coming in. You, know, you can't do the marketing, you can't do the PR, you can't focus and you can't really be creative either. And so her income fell um, and she had no choice but to close her business. Um, she could barely get out of bed to take care of her kids. Thankfully, she had babysitters. Thankfully, she was also, you know, had a partner who was also helping her. But regardless of how much sleep she got, regardless of how much help she got, she just couldn't do it. She was exhausted all the time. So she started figure, trying to figure this out. She went to see physicians. They ran a bunch of tests. There was nothing that they could identify that was wrong with her uh, per se because her blood work was normal. Um, so again, by the time she came to see me, she was at her wits, wits end. She was literally in tears in my office because I was kind of her last hope, right? Um, again, unfortunately, um, even us as holistic uh, practitioners, as integrative medical doctors, you know, we tend to um, wait to get help, right? We tend to want to try and figure it out on our own. I've been guilty of this many, many times. Um, before we go and we ask for help, right? So she was really exhausted, in tears, somewhat depressed, even though she didn't have a history of depression. Um, thankfully, we identified you know, right away what was going on. Um, at the time, I didn't even conceptualize our burnout assessment yet. I just diagnosed her um, in the traditional way using a tongue and pulse assessment. She was very depleted, right? And so we ran tests, started her on herbs, um, had her eat small, frequent meals. The first thing we discussed is no more fasting. It's not suitable for you. We had her eat small, frequent meals, crank up her protein. Um, and that started to feed her body more, right? So that was number one. So we took care of pillar number one. We personalized that. And we had her eat the stuff that was missing right? Uh, that, that was being overly consumed by the exercising and the fasting and the working. Um, and then exercise, we cranked it way back, right? She loved to run and, and do high intensity interval training. 
Um, but it just wasn't suitable for her. So we slowed her down a lot. So she slowed herself down, frankly, because she was too exhausted to even do it. Um, but we asked her to do things like Tai Chi, something really simple, Tai Chi, meditation, breath work. Um, so that took care of the exercise pillar. And then for sleep, um, with children, it's really hard to sleep, right? Uh, again, I experienced this when my kids were young. They had to sleep with, you know, mom and dad, right? Um, and even after I got divorced, it was they had to sleep with mom, um, you know, and they were young. And so I expected that. That was normal for me. Um, you know, in many cultures throughout the world, you know, we, we sleep with our parents until we're, you know, a little bit older. And so, you know, having them in bed with you, kicking you, and, you know, elbowing you and snoring and whatever they're doing, you know, you don't sleep very well, right? So you get sleep deprived. So, so that was an issue. So we had to work it out so that she got sleep, right? Uh, so we like rearranged her bedroom and did all kinds of things so that her kids could still sleep with her. She had a wall of pillows, so she was, you know, protected. And so she could buy a little bit more sleep. Had her shift her babysitting hours so that the babysitter would come early enough in the morning when the kids woke up that she herself was not having to get up and to be awake with her kids, right? Um, and that took a while. That took a lot of convincing because, again, as moms, you know, we don't want other people waking up with our kids. We don't want other people feeding our kids. We don't want other people doing these things. We want to be the ones to do it, right? Uh, because we think somehow we're going to lose that bond, right? But when you're so exhausted, you don't have a choice, right? So we, we asked her to just, hey, just do this for now. You will feel better. When you feel better, you'll be able to engage more. And it's not that we disengaged her from her kids, right? We just needed her to sleep more. So we asked her to buy another hour or two of sleep in the morning, and then she could get up and hang out with her kids and do all the things that, you know, moms love to do. And I took care of sleep and then detox, right? So when you sleep, you detox. So when you're deficient, if you have a deficient dynamic metabolic type, again, whether it's cold, hot, or temperature neutral, you don't want to do cleanses and detoxes because again, you're draining out energy you don't have to give away. So what you need to do is you need to build your metabolism so that your metabolism does the detoxification for you because that is part of your body's job, right? Your, your body, if it's properly fed, if it's properly rested, and if you're doing exercise that's appropriate for you, um, you know, not over-exercising or under-exercising, right? So when you personalize your exercise for your own unique requirements, all of that together equals detoxification. That happens when you sleep, right? And so if you're a deficient dynamic metabolic type, you want to power your own body to detox you, right? You might still need a cleanse later, but you still have to build your metabolism up to tolerate the cleanse. Otherwise, you're going to fall through the cracks again, and end up where you started. And so we did all these things with our client. Um, and so within about, how long was it? I'd say six weeks. Within about six weeks, she started to feel the effects of what we were doing. Um, and within three months, she was ready to start her business up again, right? Uh, this time she did it uh, slightly differently. Um, she, she wasn't completely in office all the time. So she did a bit of a hybrid setup where she was home uh, for certain numbers of days. And then she was at the office for certain numbers of days. And that worked really well for her. And so that's how we got her out of burnout, right? And so she was thrilled right? because she was able to start up her business again. 
She felt so much better. And now she wasn't in a pre-burnout state before she started her business. And so she didn't crash and burn the second time around. But the workplace is usually not the place where we get burnt out. You know, the burnout starts when we don't know what to do to keep our metabolism healthy. Um, so we're not eating right. We're not sleeping right. We're not exercising right. We're not detoxing right, right? And so that's that requires personalization, right? So a raw vegan diet might be great for somebody with a hot, you know, uh, excess dynamic metabolic type. It's the worst thing someone with a cold deficient dynamic metabolic type can do. A raw vegan diet is healthy. It's not unhealthy, but it may not be suitable for one person or the other. And so when people tell me that burnout is a workplace situation, I disagree. Um, I say, it, if, if you want to call it a workplace, it's the body that's the workplace, right? That's where the burnout begins. And then the workplace is just the straw that breaks the camel's back, right? Um, and so, yes, workplaces can be very toxic. Um, workplaces can be um, very unpleasant, right? But so can the inside of our own bodies if we're not taking care of them. And so the first place that we have to look when we are considering a conversation about burnout is inside our own bodies, um, you know, because what's inside will manifest outside, right? As above, so below, as below, so above. And so our own insides can be toxic. Our own insides can be, uh, you know, depleted and missing things, right? We all go to work and we're like, ah, where's this? Where's that? We don't have enough of this. We don't have enough of that. You know, uh, inventory is not right, et cetera. Or it could be, you know, toxic people, uh, toxic customers, right? Um, but it starts on the inside. So I disagree that burnout is a workplace problem. It's, it's a body problem. Um, you know, that spills into the workplace, right? And so, but the statistics are of the workplace, right? So we understand that 550 million work days are lost per year. That's just in the United States of America due to burnout, due to absenteeism and presenteeism, right? 550 million days per year, right? There's only 365 days in a year. Um, so again, somewhere around $550 billion a year is estimated. So every year you look up these statistics, the numbers go up. So it went from 300 billion to 550 billion. Um, there were estimates during COVID that it was $2 trillion. Um, and if you look at a per employee statistic, for every $10,000 that an employee makes, 3,400 of it is lost due to burnout. And so that's 34% of someone's salary evaporating into thin air due to burnout. So when we hear statistics like, oh, corporations lose $550 billion a year, we have this sense of it being far away from us, right? Like, oh, that's, that's corporations, that's not me. But when you consider that 99% of corporations are small businesses, it brings it home. Um, you know, so small businesses, very few employees, right? They're not the big conglomerates like the Googles and the Facebooks. You know, they're the small mom and pop operations. And so when we look at this statistic in the face of small businesses um, or even 
you know, solopreneurs, right? Many small businesses, it's just one person, right? You're, you're the driving force behind your business. And so these statistics become that much more dire and important when they're that close to home, right? And so for my client that I just described, she was the only one in her business, you know, and so when she goes down, her business goes down, right? So when she loses money, when her business loses money, comes directly out of her pocket, right? And so that's why burnout is so important to address, right? Burnout is an exhaustion. It's a fatigue, but it starts inside the body. It, it's not something where I was fine till I went to work in this place and then this place gave me burnout, right? Um, that's just really not how it happens. There's almost always the foundation that's already laid for burnout to take hold um, if we look inside the body. Now, we tend to miss that when we're looking with blood work. We tend to miss that when we're doing a regular medical checkup, right? You go to your family practice doctor, you go to your internist, you get your physical there's almost no sign of burnout there. You know, uh, blood work's normal, everything's great, you know, nothing's wrong. Uh, and so again, we make this assumption that everything was fine until I went to this job and then it gave me burnout. That's just not true. Like when we look inside the body with deeper level studies, like if we do a cellular-based nutrient assessment for a client, we'll see that they have a bunch of vitamin deficiencies that just does not show up in their blood work. Um, there's a big discrepancy between looking in the bloodstream for answers and looking inside the cells for answers. They're two completely different worlds um, because they reflect two completely different things. When we look at blood work, what we're looking at is what's going from one place to another place. So it's in transit. Um, it's not actually functioning for you. So when you see an estrogen molecule, for example, in the bloodstream, it's going somewhere. It's not actually functioning. It starts to function when the cell takes it in and reads it and then does the work that the cell was told to do by that estrogen molecule. Uh, that's when it's functioning, right? Uh, so when you look at estrogen levels inside of a cell, versus estrogen levels in the bloodstream, you're looking at two completely different worlds and they don't match. Um, they very often don't match. So the bloodstream tends to look normal because your body understands, I have to get this estrogen to critical places, right? Um, but it may not get estrogen to your muscle cells. It may not wanna get estrogen to your bone cells. It may not take estrogen even to your brain cells. Uh, because it thinks that estrogen needs to go somewhere else that's more important. So if there are deficiencies, if someone is depleted, it's not going to show up in the bloodstream until much later, but it will show up in the cells. The reason for that is, again, because your body understands, I have to take this estrogen to the heart. I have to take this estrogen to the lungs. We don't have enough estrogen to go around. So I have to skimp on muscles. I have to skimp on hair follicles. I have to skimp on bones to make sure heart and lungs get this estrogen. And so you're going to see the estrogen in the bloodstream because it's going to the heart and the lungs. So it's going to look normal. But if you look inside the cells of the ovaries, if you look inside the cells of the muscle tissues or the immune system, right, 
your body does not think the immune system is as important as your heart and your lungs because you need your heart and your lungs to be functioning all the time or you're going to die right away. <laughs> if your immune system is not functioning for a while, you'll get sick, but you won't die right then and there, right? If your heart stops beating, you are immediately dead. If your immune system quits, you're later dead, right? You're dead at some undisclosed, undetermined future time. Your body does not tell time. It just knows right now. And so it's going to you know, defer taking things to the immune system uh, so that it can take things to the heart and the lungs. And so this is why when we check blood work, we don't see the truth as to what's really going on inside of our body's cells. Where does fatigue and exhaustion and burnout actually come from? It comes from the lack of nutrition in your muscles, in your bones, uh, in your immune cells, in your brain cells. Um, that's where fatigue and exhaustion actually come from. And the loss of nutrition to the muscles um, is really critical because your metabolism is literally run by your muscle mass. So the more muscle mass you have, the more energy you are going to burn, uh, the more efficient your metabolism is going to be. And so if your body is, is literally taking things from your muscles to go take them somewhere else because you are in a deficiency state, um, then your muscle mass will suffer, your bones will suffer, you will inevitably get tired. You will inevitably then have a setup for fatigue. When your body doesn't have enough energy, it makes you tired on purpose. Like that, that's the thing that it does on purpose because it wants you to go to sleep. It wants you to rest. It wants you to burn fewer calories so it doesn't have to do as much work. Um, and so fatigue is a signal. It's, it's a hidden code, if you will, in the human body uh, when you're, where your body is actually asking you for help. Um, and so we do need to um, take a, our first commercial break here. Um, you're listening to Awaken Wellness Now. When we come back, we'll give you some tips about how to start really looking at what your causes of burnout might be and how to get yourself out of it. Uh, so you're listening to Awaken Wellness Now. We'll be right back. What happens when we begin to realize that the 200-year experiment we've called the American healthcare system has failed? Learn how spirituality, ancient traditions, and cutting-edge science are merging to create a new paradigm of wellness on Awakened Wellness with Milan Riobe. That's M-Y-L-A-I-N-E-R-I-O-B-E-M-D. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time with live video shows every first and third Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern when you can call in and ask Dr. Milan the questions that matter most to you. Dr. Milen is the founder of Awakened Wellness Now, an online education community dedicated to helping exhausted entrepreneurs recover from burnout and live their best lives. She's also a practicing physician at the New York Center for Integrative Health in New York City. For more information, visit awakenedwellnessnow.com. Dream Vision 7 Radio Network invites you in for this dynamic forward-thinking show. Join Dr. Bernie Siegel on Mind Health Matters every Thursday and Friday, 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Bernie will draw from his inspirational personal journey, offering us special nuggets of his sacred wisdom weaved through his delightful stories. 
Listen in as Bernie reminds us to be fully engaged in life. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Delight your kids with an enchanting journey by reading the Paper Doll Kids Children's Book by Deborah Beauvais and Janine Sullivan. There's even a catchy tune, Kids for Love Song, produced by Bob Sherwood and sung by kids just like yours. The story weaves around seven paper dolls flying around the world doing good deeds as they bring important attention to our endangered animal friends. There's even a magical ring with a universal message. Kids become interested in service projects, action through compassion, and planting seeds that nurture positive change. The Paper Doll Kids and Kids for Love Song are a production of the Kids for Love Project. Get the book now on Amazon Kindle and the song on CD Baby or iTunes. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Awaken Wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Milan Riobe. And today we're talking about the hidden costs of burnout for entrepreneurs and uh, what to do about that, right? So um, another hidden cost, right? It, there's so many hidden costs that we don't identify, right? So again, this, this statistic of half a trillion dollars evaporating into thin air due to burnout um, seems so far away until we realize that 99% of U.S. corporations are small businesses, like mom and pop type of small businesses, right? And so it has a huge toll. Um, and the holidays, right, um, or a fun yet stressful and expensive, right, for many time during the year. And so people that are already exhausted and burnt out tend to get even more fried through the holidays, right? And so we have this idea that, okay, it's a new year, you know, rah, 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 let's go, right, uh, into 2024. And a lot of people feel guilty that they're like, ah, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm too tired. I don't have my New Year's resolutions. I don't have my business plan done. Um, you know, I'm just too, too tired, right? Um, and so... Again, if you don't have a good business plan, you're in trouble, right? If you're not constantly adjusting it, you're in trouble. Um, if you don't have support around your business, you're in trouble, right? Especially now with the information age, right? Algorithms change day and night. It, it's really difficult to keep it going, keep that grind going, marketing, et cetera. Um, it's hard to network when you're exhausted, right? So you're in your business all day and then I, I got to go mingle with people I don't know at seven o'clock at night, right? Um, it, it takes a toll, right? So we tend not to do that as as much when we're tired, right? And, and that just, it just keeps spiraling downhill from there. So 
what to do, right? So the first thing you want to do is to exclude diseases, right? So while blood work is not going to tell us how to get out of a burnout situation, or even if, if we're in one, it will diagnose actual, you know, like life-threatening diseases like diabetes. Not that burnout is not an actual life-threatening uh, condition, but a diagnosable condition is what I mean, like diabetes, a heart attack, um, certain cancers, you know, that we have tests to detect those things, blood work being one of them, right? Um, so you want to make sure that you have a screening exam. You want to make sure that all those things are ruled out. And then if what you're left with is a burnout situation, then you need to know, like, how do I get myself out of this, right? Um, for me, uh, as a Chinese medicine practitioner, as an integrative medical doctor, um, the most powerful thing that I have determined in seeing my patients is to determine their dynamic metabolic type and then to personalize their four pillars of wellness. There's a way that no matter how many tests you get, right? In, in integrative medicine, we have a ton of fancy tests we can do. The, the list is endless. We can dive into any crack and crevice of your body that we want. We can find out all kinds of things. But what I noticed is no matter how many tests you do, no matter how many supplements you take, if you don't have a personalized four pillars of wellness plan, those supplements don't work as well. You know, you end up taking more and more and more and more supplements. You end up just shifting your focus around, you know, to just to try to maintain status quo if you don't have those four pillars set, right? And those four pillars are personal. Like there's no one size fits all way to eat. There's no one size fits all way to exercise. There's no one size fits all way to even sleep. And there's no one size fits all way to detox, right? It's all personalized, uh, you know, in, in certain categories, there's overlap. Um, but if you don't know your dynamic metabolic type, you don't know how to personalize those four pillars. And what I realized is no matter how many clients I saw, even for myself, no matter how many fancy tests I did for myself, no matter how many supplements I took, if I wasn't eating for my dynamic metabolic type, I wasn't exercising for it, if I wasn't sleeping for it, and if I wasn't detoxing for it, I didn't feel well. That was just the bottom line. Um, and so that's the secret. You got to know your dynamic metabolic type, and then you have to personalize the four pillars of wellness. Um, so we have some questions here. Um, I can see how health issues could lead to unsheltered issues, sickness, doctor bills, loss of job due to missing work, credit score drops due to missed payments, raising costs, rising costs, and making getting apartments or homes difficult. Yes. Um, I use energy drinks to keep going during my day. I feel it's better than being burnt out. Plus, I prefer the taste over coffee. I work from home, yet I'm so tired. Can't imagine having to get out to take a bus to the office. Um, I'm worried that I'm tired. Um, yeah, so being tired sucks, right? Like in and of itself, it just sucks. There's nothing fun about being tired, um, but it's also dangerous. Um, and that's coming on uh, January 24th. We're doing a podcast uh, on how fatigue is the gateway to a thousand diseases and business failure, right? Um, 
being tired is actually not safe. It's dangerous, right? So, so we understand being tired is dangerous if we're operating a motor vehicle, right? Falling asleep at the wheel. Or I used to think it was crazy that people would fall asleep at the wheel, right? I was like, how do you fall asleep driving a two two thousand pound machine, right? A three thousand pound machine. Um, until it happened to me. Right? Um, in residency, uh, I fell asleep driving. I was um, actually driving from Philly to New York to see my grandmother. Um, and I'm driving at probably 80 miles an hour on the highway. Um, and I literally fell asleep at the wheel. Um, and thank God, you know, something was watching over me. I woke up. I was this close to an 18 wheeler. Um, like this close. <laughs> and then boom, you know, I, I took, I, I steered to my left and avoided the collision. Um, but it's real. It happens. Right. And that was years ago. And now we understand that we have no means of knowing when we're about to fall asleep, like no matter what we're doing. Right. Um, I've seen residents fall asleep in the surgical field. We, I had an intern literally fall asleep in surgery and cut himself with the scalpel. Right. Um, and so it's it's real, you know, those dangers are real, but it's it's even less obvious. The danger is even more insidious than that. Like fatigue leads to actual diseases as well. So these are the hidden costs of burnout is we don't see that we're moving along a spectrum of I'm just kind of tired to I'm exhausted to I'm sick, um, you know, diabetes, cancer, heart disease. Um, autoimmune disorders, Alzheimer's dementia, um, strokes, all of these things have at their base, at their root, fatigue, uh, exhaustion, or burnout. How do we know? Chinese medicine pretty much tells us. So in Chinese medicine, there is a pattern of disharmony called spleen qi deficiency. I talk about it, a, not a lot, but more or less during the podcast. Spleen qi deficiency is kind of uh, low metabolism. Like it's a way of, of explaining somewhat a low metabolism. You can't translate Chinese medicine into allopathic medicine because Chinese medicine is an energy-based system of medicine, whereas allopathic medicine is very physical. And so there's no way to directly translate it, right? It's like uh, Haitian Creole, right? We always joke, a joke in Haitian Creole is funny in Haitian Creole, but you can't translate it to English. <laughs> it loses its flair, right? And so it's the same thing here. You can't quite translate Chinese medicine into allopathic medicine, but the closest thing we could say is it's a low metabolism. And in Chinese medicine, there's a, there are many premises. One is spleen is king. So in other words, metabolism is king. The second thing they say is for curious diseases, always look at spleen. Uh, so curious diseases is pretty much any disease, any metabolic disorder, diabetes, cancer, heart disease, strokes, Alzheimer's, dementia. Look at spleen, look at metabolism, look at energy levels, look at fatigue and burnout. That's what they're kind of saying. And so we know based on the fact that they've been right for 4,000 years um, that they're probably right about this as well. Um, and we do see this pattern in many, many chronic diseases. And so being tired is a very slippery slope. So you want to fix it, right? So I would encourage you to take our burnout assessment, join our course. Um, we are very successful in helping uh, exhausted entrepreneurs beat burnout and fatigue um, to be successful in their businesses and to optimize their health. Um, but when we say optimize their health, it's not just so they feel good in the moment. It's also so that they prevent diseases 
for every year you avoid a disease, right? You're putting tons of money in your bank account, you know? Um, and so it, it's such a big thing um, that we don't often think about, but, you know, health is wealth. Like there's no way around that. It, it, it's just true. So I encourage you to take our burnout assessment, at least to get you started. Um, book a call with us, you know, to discuss how how we can help you, how we can help you not be tired. So um, excellent uh, comment. Thank you. My job is stressful. Boss is a, <laughs> we won't say that word, but you don't like your boss. We get it. Um, I'm afraid I will get tired, uh, fired, excuse me, if I confront him. So I avoid interaction at all costs. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I think my being burnt out is due to his attitude towards us. Uh, are you saying burnout? Oh no, I'm sorry. I think my being burnt out is due to his attitude towards us. Yes, you know, um, absolutely. And then I would add to that, right? So, so there's a way that someone could be, uh, you know, a, a, an a-hole, right? Uh, but you don't care. Um, it doesn't bother you. Um, or you look for another job, right? Um, so, so people respond differently for different reasons, right? So there may be certain people in the same env work environment with the same boss, just don't care, who don't care what he has to say. They just come in, they do their work, they're fine, and they go home, right? And then there are others who everything that the boss says irritates them, bothers them, makes them tired, makes them anxious, et cetera. There's a reason for that, right? It has to do with the inside. It has to do with the physiology of the body. It has to do with metabolism. So when you have a very strong, robust metabolism, people, things, situations bother you less, right? Now, that doesn't mean you stay in the situation and you just deal with it. Um, but there's a way that when you have a robust metabolism, you also have clarity, you also have creativity more so than when you're in a burnout situation, right? When your metabolism is low. And so there's a way that if you raise your metabolism, right? If you get yourself out of a burnout exhaustion state, you will have clarity. And then suddenly, you know, and I've seen this so much in my, in my office, I can't even say like people will come in and like, I'm getting divorced. I'm changing jobs. You know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Right. And, and not as a bad thing. They're excited. They're like, I should have done this years ago, you know, but I was too tired. I was too exhausted for the thought to even come into my brain. Right. Um, so there's a way that you get clarity when you have a robust metabolism. Um, so I would suggest you know, yes, you know, again, that's the last thing. That's the camel that breaks the, the I'm sorry, the straw that breaks the camel's back is the, the a-hole boss, right? Um, but there's a way that there's something going on in the background before you ever met that guy that created the environment where it bothers you, if that makes sense, or, or it creates a burnout situation in you as opposed to someone else. So I would um, encourage you, to take a look at what that might be, right? So do the burnout assessment, see where you fall, see what dynamic metabolic type you are and start doing, you know, taking some of the tips that are in the burnout assessment. You know, again, welcome to book a call. Love to talk to you. It's a 45 minute free consultation. Once you know your dynamic metabolic type, we can help you uh, to use what's in the burnout assessment better. You know, if you have questions, anything like that, that 45 minute call can really help to clarify a lot of things. 
But I would suggest that you do the things, right? To get yourself out of that burnout state. And what you'll find, I think, if you know history is accurate, what I have found with my clients is they gain clarity. They gain um, uh, the courage to look for another job or um, you know, they, they gain courage to confront the boss or, you know, whatever it needs to be. Right. And, and you have to look inside your heart to know exactly what that is, but it's hard to do that when you're too tired to do that. Right. So, so that's what I would say. Um, so I do hope that things, uh, improve for you, um, very soon. Um, are you saying burnout is behind my constant immune system outbreaks? Um, so I'm not sure what you mean by that. I Maybe that's an autoimmune condition. Um, probably. <laughs> right? um, again, burnout is not a workplace situation. Uh, uh, it's just not. It's it's an interior of the body situation um, that allows the workplace to, to, you know, do you in, so to speak. Um, now, again, I'm not saying that there are not toxic workplaces that people need to get themselves out of, you know, so so that's not at all what I'm saying. Um but there's a way that, again, you'll be more uh, work workplace proof, if that makes sense. If you're not in a burnout state or if you're not in a situation where you're close to being burnt out before you ever get there, right? Before you ever started working there, so to speak. Um, now, if you've been in a place for 20 years, you know, and, and it's been toxic for 20 years, and yeah, that's probably what's causing your burnout, right? Um, but in my experience, you know, people don't stay places 20 years anymore. They're kind of flittering around doing a bunch of different things. Um, and so yes, burnout can be behind diseases, fatigue, um, you know, spleen chi deficiency or spleen as, uh, we say in Chinese medicine is behind all curious diseases. Autoimmune disorders would be a curious disease because it's not straightforward. Um, that's what they mean by curious um, and spleen is always at the heart of every single one of them, um, almost without fail. Um, now, that doesn't mean there aren't other patterns, right? There are other things going on, but at the roots of everything, what's what started the whole thing is fatigue, burnout. Um, you know, we tend to normalize fatigue, and that's also dangerous. So we'll, we'll, when we come back from this commercial break, we'll talk about how we tend to normalize our fatigue um, and then we don't even know we're tired anymore. So uh, you're listening to Awaken Wellness Now. I'm your host, Dr. Milan Bay. We'll be right back. What happens when we begin to realize that the 200-year experiment we've called the American healthcare system has failed? Learn how spirituality, ancient traditions, and cutting-edge science are merging to create a new paradigm of wellness on Awakened Wellness with Milan Riobe. That's M-Y-L-A-I-N-E-R-I-O-B-E-M-D. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time with live video shows every first and third Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern when you can call in and ask Dr. Milan the questions that matter most most to you. Dr. Milen is the founder of Awakened Wellness Now, an online education community dedicated to helping exhausted entrepreneurs recover from burnout and live their best lives. She's also a practicing physician at the New York Center for Integrative Health in New York City. For more information, visit awakenedwellnessnow.com. 
Dream Vision 7 Radio Network invites you in for this dynamic forward-thinking show. Edesia is a U.S. nonprofit dedicated to the dream of ending childhood malnutrition for millions of children around the world. Through the manufacture of Plumpy Nut and other nutrient-rich, peanut-based, ready-to-use foods, Edesia has already delivered life and hope to nearly 1 million children in over 26 developing countries. To find out how you can join Edesia's dream of ending childhood malnutrition, please visit ediciaglobal.org. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Come live your dreams out loud with Kat. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 radio network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at DreamVision7Radio.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Awakened Wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Milan Riobe, and today we're talking about the hidden cost of burnout uh, for entrepreneurs. And um, I've seen this a lot too, and I've been guilty of doing this myself, is we tend to normalize things, right? So now that I'm in New York, back in New York, um, and I'm seeing clients who are a little bit younger than the ones that I was seeing in Florida, um, it, it's it's interesting, right? Um, how I'll have like a 30-year-old come into my practice and tell me that she thinks she's tired because she's getting older, right? <laughs> I'm like older, <laughs> you know, um, but then I remember when I was 21, I thought 26 was old. Right. So fast forward a few decades and my opinions have changed, but um, you know, so, so I get it, but, but no, right. We're not supposed to be tired at 30, right. We're not even supposed to be tired at 80 uh, or 90. Right. Um, again, it's all stress. And the idea that fatigue is normal comes from the idea, or not the idea, but the fact that so many people are tired. So what we tend to call normal is what most people experience, right? So when we, for example, when we get blood work, we look at the normal range, right? That's the average of what the numbers are in, in the average person, right? So when we, look, when we look for thyroid disease, you know, we have an average reference range. And if someone veers to either side of what's considered to be average, we call that disease, right? We, we say that they have a thyroid condition. 
Um, so we tend to call things that are average normal, right? Um, and so when we look around and everybody's tired, then we tend to think that's normal, but it's not, right? So I, I encourage people, and I had to learn this again myself, is common does not mean normal. Like don't normalize what's common. Um, it's still abnormal to be tired, even if everybody you know is tired. It, it's not normal. Right? And so I started thinking like, why, how does this happen? Like, how do we come to this idea that something that's not normal is normal? Like how, how, how do we flip that? Like, how do we make an abnormal thing normal in our minds? Um, and that has to do with survival, right? Your brain um, is always calculating immediate survival. Um, it, it does not calculate necessarily, um, you know, future things. It calculates right now. So if you're experiencing chronic stress, that's unrelenting, right? Like, like, uh, these couple, couple people here that are uh, telling us about their work environments, right. Um, and how tired they are all the time. Uh, due to, you know, workplace stresses and things like that. Um, we tend to start to normalize that because your brain understands that you can't stay in that fight or flight for too long or you'll die, right? If, if we were to have acute stress responses over and over and over, we would die. We'd burn ourselves out and we'd fry ourselves and we would die. Um, so the body is very expert. The brain is very expert at beginning to normalize situations so they don't seem so dire anymore. Um, so the acute stress response is something that was, you know, born with us when we were created hundreds of thousands of years ago or when we evolved, depending on, you know, what your belief system is. Um, you know, the human being came within him and herself with, a fight or flight response. Otherwise we'd be dead. Like we, you know, we wouldn't run from predators. We wouldn't, you know, defend ourselves. And so this is a very innate, very important, very fundamental response in the human body um, that will not go away. It will never evolve, you know, to go away. That's never going to happen. Right. So long as we're human beings. And, but, but what it does do is when it realizes that this fight or flight thing is on all the time, it will dampen it, it will settle it down uh, so that your brain doesn't fry and explode, right? It's going to normalize it so that it seems like just another day um, when it's anything but just another day. Now it might be a common day, but it's not a normal day, right? We're not supposed to be under stress all the time. Uh, and so this is how we start to normalize things. So we start to relate to it as, oh, that's just how everybody's feeling. It must be how I'm supposed to feel, right? But again, it's a slippery slope, right? If you continue to accept being tired, continue to accept exhaustion and burnout as normal, it will lead to diseases. It, it can lead to cancer. It can lead to diabetes. It can lead to mental uh, health uh, crises. It can lead to all kinds of other diseases. And so Again, we got to start at the root and fix the causes of the fatigue uh, so that we prevent the diseases and the mental health conditions that come from all the stress, in addition to reducing the stress, right? And, and also um, helping the body to be more resilient. And again, that's where heart math breathing comes in. That's where meditation comes in. 
Um, but that's also where knowing your dynamic metabolic type is so critical, personalizing your four pillars of wellness so that those foundational things that you do each and every day are present for you so that you don't cave in um, and spiral down uh, a, a you know, slippery slope of burnout. Um, it's not impossible to get out of burnout. Um, you can do it while you're still working. You can, you can still get yourself out of burnout. You just have to know what it is that you need to do. Um, and if you don't know what your own personal requirements are, it's very difficult to figure that out, right? Trial and error, do it yourself. Um, there's a way that you can know very specifically what your needs are. Um, and so I encourage you to take our burnout assessment. We would love to help you. Uh, to get yourself out of these burnout states and to help your loved ones too. You know, in our classes, uh, a lot of our students like to go and turn around and help their own family members um, because this is such a, it's an epidemic, you know. Um, and thankfully, we are recognizing that, no, this is not normal, right? And we're starting to look for avenues to get ourselves back uh, on level ground and to thrive, right? We're here to thrive, not just survive. And so I hope uh, today's podcast has helped you and uh, you can uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, check out our website, awakenedwellnessnow.com. You're welcome to join our newsletter, take our burnout assessment, or even book a call to talk with me uh, to see how I can help you more. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to Awakened Wellness Now. Again, happy, happy new year. Um, and until next time, many, many blessings. Thank you. Join us next time on Awakened Wellness with Milen Riobay, MD, to learn how spirituality, ancient traditions, and cutting-edge science are merging to create a new paradigm of wellness. Awakened Wellness airs every Wednesday at 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time with live video shows every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern of each month. Meanwhile, you can join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Dr. Me Lin and let us know what you'd like to discuss on future episodes. Dr. Me Lin is the founder of Awakened Wellness Now, an online education community dedicated to helping exhausted entrepreneurs recover from burnout and live their best lives. She's also a practicing physician at the New York Center for Integrative Health in New York City. For more information, visit AwakenedWellnessNow.com. This show is part of the Dream Vision 7 radio network.